Welcome to Twist for the week of August 14th. This is Sarah McGann from KPMG's Washington National Tax State and Local Tax Practice. Today, we're covering three developments. On the corporate income tax side, we're covering newly published regulations in New York and a South Carolina case addressing whether the Department of Revenue could require combined reporting as an alternative method of apportionment. We're also covering guidance released on New Jersey's recently enacted convenience of the employer rule. On August 9th, the New York Department of Taxation and Finance published the comprehensive Article 9A corporate franchise tax regulations in the New York State Register. In doing so, the department has started the process under the State Administrative Procedure Act of formally adopting these regulations, which have been in draft form for over a year. These regulations implement New York's substantially reformed corporate and bank tax laws that have generally been in effect since tax years beginning on or after January 1, 2015. It's likely that almost every New York business taxpayer will be affected by some aspect of the revised regulations. The South Carolina Administrative Law Court recently upheld the Department of Revenue's assertion that a group of subsidiaries were required to file a combined return to properly reflect business activity in South Carolina. In a 65-page opinion, the court first determined that combined reporting was an alternative method of apportionment because reporting methods fell under the umbrella of apportionment. Therefore, the department had the authority to modify both South Carolina net income and the sales factor to fairly reflect the taxpayer's business activity. The court next concluded that the department had proven that, one, the statutory formula did not fairly represent the taxpayer's business activity in South Carolina, and two, that the proposed alternative, combined reporting, was reasonable. Interestingly, the court recognized that the reporting method was not the true problem in this case. It was transfer pricing, but none of the experts involved had produced a corrected transfer price which meant the court could not fix the issue by adjusting the transfer pricing. Finally, the New Jersey Division of Taxation recently posted guidance on its website addressing the state's new convenience of the employer rule, which is effective retroactive to January 1, 2023. Affected taxpayers must begin withholdings and or making estimated payments for tax year 2023 as soon as possible and are required to have proper tax paid in by April 15, 2024. Employers should consider adjusting withholdings to ensure that employees are not underpaid. The division will not impose penalty and interest if the taxpayer begins complying with the new law as of September 15, 2023. Thank you for listening to Twist this week and stay well.